Welcome back to this week's episode of On the Level Leadership. Now, the recent elections in Brazil were a keen reminder of just how wide a gap we can have between political positions in a country. In Brazil, as with many countries globally, they had two candidates that were vastly different in their positions politically. The first, Jair Bolsonaro, was campaigning as a right-wing, socially conservative nationalist. The other, Luiz Lula da Silva, who apparently is one of the most popular that they've ever had in Brazil, campaigned as the champion for economic and social justice and ended up winning the election. The Brazilian leadership race had me curious about how they see leadership in Brazil. What I found was interestingly similar to our own thinking here in Canada, and I would argue in the U.S. as well. It turns out that outside of politics, Brazil's public service actually shares similar definitions of leadership as the Canadian and U.S. leadership models. It's not political at all. In fact, it's very practical. In my review of what occurred in Brazil, I came across some interesting articles, including one written and posted by the Organization of Economic Cooperation and Development, or OECD, of which Brazil is a member. And I'll include the link of that article in the description because it's kind of interesting. But apparently, Brazil is very much focused on a competency-based leadership model, where leaders, and I quote, support a more productive, effective, and innovative public service. Brazil's public service leadership is recognizing that public sector innovation cannot be successful if it is singularly driven or controlled by one leader from the top, but rather these models focus on groups of leaders that both hierarchical and situational can successfully drive innovation together. And that is another quote from the article. In other words, they see value in high levels of collaboration among leadership. In fact, they have adopted the perspective of the anti-hero leader who are fully aware of their limitations with respect to their knowledge, their skills, and their expertise. And they build that expertise among their followers. In other words, they recognize that it may not be beneficial for leaders to have to know everything. In fact, it's rather more important to build a complementary team of experts who can then provide input and share perspectives and a wealth of information that can then ultimately improve the public service and everything that the public service does overall. So what are the lines of similarity? Well, it turns out that most countries actually agree that great leaders have to have vision. They must be strategic thinkers. They have to have credibility, meaning they're trustworthy and they maintain some sort of ethical compass. Their results are action biased. They know how to empower and engage and appreciate their teams. They're astute at conflict management, know how to assess for and manage risks. If this sounds familiar to other things I've talked about on this channel, well, it should because those are basic tenets of great leadership. In fact, great leadership is not rocket science, but there is a science to back it up. And if you're willing to learn and apply the principles, you can be a great leader as well. And in the coming weeks, I am planning on sharing a series of videos and podcasts that are going to explore the notion of increasing your leadership and executive presence, because having that will not only help you grow in your confidence levels as a leader, but it'll actually increase your chances of getting promoted and growing your career. So stay tuned for that. And if there are specific themes that you'd like me to cover in future content, make sure that you include that in a comment down below. I'll do my very best to bring that content forward for you so that I can help you more in the future. As a conclusion to this, remember that as leaders, we are constantly learning and something that we can do is just be aware of what's happening around you, not just in your organization, not just in your country, but globally. Because globally, things like elections in other countries can really help to teach us some leadership lessons that are really vital. Sort of what's happening in the UK right now, for example, with the prime minister fiasco, as I like to call it, you know, and what's happened in Brazil with the two leaders, what's going to happen in the United States at the end of this month. These are things that we have to 
just be aware of and try to apply those positive leadership principles as much as possible. There are lessons in everything. So we just need to be aware of it. Maybe I'm learning to be a little bit of an optimist, but humans are more similar than we are different. I don't care what political side you sit on or what fence you lean on. The reality is, is that we're all human beings. We all want very similar things in many ways. And so I like to look at that as sort of the golden thread, as Simon Sinek talks about, that really talks about how humans are similar and how we really respond to great leadership. It doesn't seem to matter what country you're from. Great leadership. It's great leadership. And if you like this content, make sure you like and subscribe or follow this podcast because I am here every single week giving you tidbits of advice on leadership and career development so that you can be the best leader you can be so you can grow in your career. On that note, take care, folks. See you next week.